1: Welcome to another podcast episode of Merkaba Chakras. I'm your host, Vaughn Galt, and today we discuss the use of scarlet, light, or what Nikola Tesla called radiant energy from the sun mm-hmm. as a form of distant energy healing, Now, Nikola Tesla was the first known inventor of Scholar lights with the use of the Colorado Springs Tower and their Wardenclyffe Tower, which beamed out free energy. Unfortunately, the banking crisis at the time seized further funding to complete Nikola's project. And I love how we are ever-growing Um, new ways to tap into the unconditionally loving Christ consciousness of the abundant universe. So we're going to learn more about Scarlet Light with inventor Tom Palatino. So with that, Tom, welcome to Mercaba Chakras.
2: A pleasure, Von Galt. Thank you for the invitation.
1: Oh, you're welcome. This is a fun one because I love Nikola Tesla's work. I love all the innovators and There's so many different ways in which you can tap into these higher frequencies and energies. And, um, you know, you picked up a very unique uh, technology. So what got you into this work in the first place? Let's go from there before we talk about what Scholarlight is.
2: Yeah, scalar energy. It's it's what Tessa deemed as radiant energy. What did Tessa discover? He discovered chi or prana or zero point energy. I always say that Nikola Tesla began his career with AC electricity, but later in his life he he realized that there's another energy, which is scalar energy, or, or again he called it radiant energy. And to boil that down, that's the energy, that's the light that empowers our chakras. So mm. scalar energy is the energy behind our seven chakras and that's the animating force of our seven chakras and i've always said that eventually the medical community will once once they realize that we do have chakras then they will be forced to to admit that the chakras are powered by scalar energy you know that it's it's a marriage if you will
1: yeah and they're
2: traveling partners if you have chakras you have scalar energy okay and that's, that's going to be made apparent in the future, hopefully in the near term future. So right. in a nutshell, I'm working with scalar energy. I'm not working with electricity. Scalar energy is the animating force of our seven chakras, our seven meridians.
1: Now, quick question. So um, so what got you into scalar energy? Did you like bump into it during reading a book? Did you just had a meditation and all of a sudden, whoosh, I got to so look into was- this?
2: It was God's design. God wanted me to work with this. It is the Christ consciousness. What do I mean by that? It's a divine energy. If electricity is a movement of electrons, that's fine. This has nothing to do with a movement of electrons. This is not a stream of electrons. This is the the Christ consciousness of the universe. It's the information system of the universe. It's Mm -hmm. profound. It's a divine energy. And um God the Holy Spirit inspired me to take up this research and I so What were you the-
1: doing? What were you doing be- when th- when the inspiration came through? Do you I remember was, that experience?
2: Yeah, I was a youngster. I was I was in, still an adolescent and I mm-hmm. I was reading about Tesla and I was asking God for the wisdom to in some way duplicate Tesla's work. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to be able to prove that Tesla was working with with another type of energy. Well, here I am now at age 61. And I'm on the verge of proving that Tesla was right, that Tesla had discovered the Christ consciousness. He called it radiant energy. I I call it scalar energy. Call it what you will. And this technology, it's unlike anything. This technology offers mankind so many gifts, so many benefits. It's going to be, as I've said, a a sea change in in the world with the advent of scalar energy.
1: Okay. So you came into your work of scalar energy as a teenager when you were reading materials from tesla and wanting to understand what that energy he was talking about and then you kind of you got that divine inspiration of okay this is how so is this how you create this is how you make the technology i mean was it through synchronicity that you learn how to create the technology
2: in part synchronicity Later in my life, in my thirties, then I met um, uh, a family by the name of the Hieronymus family, Hieronymus. Mm. I never met the inventor, but I met his wife. And Hieronymus was really the, the follow-up, the, the, if you will, the, the second generation of scalar energy researchers in this mm. country. So Tessa, as far as I'm concerned, discovered and, and mastered scalar energy. And then Hieronymus was the second generation and Hieronymus created instruments. And I was had the good fortune to be able to, to use the Hieronymus instruments. I did not have to start from scratch, so to speak. Okay. And, and how my-
1: Hieronymus, did he how did he did he get the information stumbled on his own? Or was he also researching Tesla's work? And then it's
2: it's, It's hard to say because Mm -hmm. they were essentially contemporary, so I really don't Mm -hmm. think he had a direct interface with Nikola Tesla, but I, I will say this about both men and this is this rings true to form. When you're working with the energy of God, you have to be pure, you have to be holy, your intentions have to be good. And this is why God gave Tessa the knowledge, and this is why God gave this other American inventor, Hieronymus, the knowledge. Mm-hmm. God is not going to give a nefarious person or some nefarious organization hit the blueprints, if you will, to the Christ consciousness. It's just mm-hmm. not going to happen. God, yeah. God, is, God is, is, is supreme, and he's not going to lower himself to an evil-minded person or an evil-minded organization. So what does that say about Tessa and, and Hieronymus? They were good men, they're uh, rather astute uh, scientists and, and they carried through, they wanted to honor God and they wanted to help people. This is the key. With this incredible technology, you have to wanna to help people, you just cannot, you cannot be selfish, there, there cannot be, the motivation cannot be yourself or, or monetary gain. And I'm I'm trying to be true to form and I wanna help people and I want to introduce this technology for the betterment of mankind. Okay,
1: so, okay, so you came across the wife of H- Hader mm-hmm. She She showed you the work that her husband work- was working yes. on and then you, because you already were kind of in the space of Tesla's work and wanting yes. to know more about it.
2: Right.
1: And uh, so then you started working with that, that information mm-hmm. and that's how you came up with the technology yourself. That's
2: right. That's right.
1: And when, and when you first started using your own technology um, in scalar light, um, what, what was the first experience or experiment like?
2: The, the, the inventor's wife, her name is Sarah, Sarah Hieronymus. And she taught me how to use these instruments that her husband developed. And immediately, mm-hmm. I could take these instruments and work by way of a photograph. And I have to make mm-hmm. this very clear. There are no in-person sessions. Okay? For mm-hmm. demonstration, people email me a photograph. I would take a photograph of a person, this is my photograph, and place the photograph inside the instrument. So I work remotely, if you will, and I only work by way of a photograph. Now, with that in mind, I'm able to eradicate, break down, destroy microbes, germs. Mm-hmm. I do all of this by way of a photograph. So back... I, it was in 1994 I started working with this instrument, and lo and behold, I could easily break down, destroy, disassemble, eradicate viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Mm-hmm. I frankly I was thunderstruck. I, I mm-hmm. thought this was incredible, and I to this day I can't understand why other people really never grasped what Tesla was trying to do and grasped what Hieronymus was trying to do. All you have to do is investigate, but. You know, I'm the investigator right now. I'm the modern day investigator. So in practice, back in 1994, I was able to break down to eradicate microbes, pathogens. Mm -hmm. And today I continue in that vein. And I I still say this is going to be the game changer in so many ways. And Mm -hmm. and one of the ways is by way of being able to eradicate pathogenic infection.
1: Right, right. So in, in order for people to understand, under, understand this, so let's, let's break it down for simplistic terms. Mm-hmm. First, scalar light, as you say, is the or Prana, or life force, the Christ consciousness energy of the universe
0: yes.
1: that, that fills the vortexes of the, each of the different chakras within our energy body, okay? Yes. So the chakras we know basically are these mini vortexes that go yes. down the line of our body it's yes. the energy field and the fuel that powers those little mini vortexes you're saying is is scalar light or yes. christ consciousness energy which christ is just another word yes. um not to be confused with jesus christ christ is another word in buddhism for crystalline which is basically a higher dimensional universal consciousness it's another word for light that's all it is is light consciousness so, um, and so that's what scalar light is. It's just basically like Chia Prana, universal source that's fueling these different chakras. And we know in Eastern energy medicine, and a lot of different modalities, that people are energy. And as energy, that is what, um, what creates the form or the avatars in which we are looking at and talking through and creates the form and reality in which we are engaging with as well. And the thing that I found very interesting also is that a lot of people talk energy healing. A lot of people talk about Christ consciousness and, and this universal energy force. But then when a epidemic comes across, it goes out the window. It's not like they really believe their work. Okay, so um, I'll give you an example. So last year when the pandemic started to come out in full force worldwide in about spring, of 2020, you have these um, influencers who are really into the spiritual concepts, et cetera, et cetera, who have um, like a million or so people following them, all of a sudden a chain shift from consciousness, energy healing, and all these wonderful um, scientific terms that we already know in metaphysics to doomsday Armageddon. So it's like, what happened? You built your whole career and all of a sudden you throw it out the window. You really don't believe this. And this, the same thing goes with energy healing because now we're going through the phase of the pandemic worldwide. And I believe it's always been a pandemic, but that's a different uh, conversation. But anyways, you have this pan, um, pandemic going on worldwide and you have these energy healers who have been doing this stuff, but then all of a sudden it's like they, some of them throw the, that out the window and they believe the form Within the matrix as being more real than what they have been studying and saying they know. So what is your opinion about the current um, COVID-19 coronavirus with regards to scalar light?
2: Sure, sure. Uh, I, I'm not bashful to say anything. COVID-19. Yeah, it's on your website too, so. <laughs> Yeah. COVID-19 is a man-made virus. It's a man-made virus and um, it's nefarious, it's evil. Now, I am able with a photograph of a person to detect the COVID-19 virus by way of a person's photograph and acting through that photograph, I'm able to release the molecular bonds or negate the molecular bonds, call it disassemble, call it destroy the molecular bonds, call it what you will. And the reason I can prove that is with my instrument, I not only can work with a photograph, but I can monitor a photograph. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the unique science that I, that I have developed with Hieronymus and Tesla. There's nothing like scalar energy in the electromagnetic dimension.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you will, this scalar energy dimension really begs a, a new definition of science, a new definition of terms and nomenclatures. So I go on record by saying scalar energy instruments, it's not electricity, we can observe different types of patterns, different types of signatures of the COVID-19 virus, and working through a photograph, we can disassemble, we can eradicate those signals on a photograph. So this, so, is, a, this is a new branch of physics.
1: Okay, okay. So the, the photo of somebody, because obviously everything within creation is just basically um, form that we have created within our consciousness, the form, the photos of someone is unique. So there's only one of that photo yes. in the world. And so in how does your technology pick up, um, let's say the COVID virus or any kind of um, illness in the person in that photo? How does it do that? Can you simplify sure. that for people?
2: Sure, um, let's, let's use this analogy. Um, some people have a cell phone and that cell phone will have a facial recognition you can mm-hmm. you can actually imprint your face in, facial recognition into a cell phone. That cell phone recognizes you as an individual by by facial uh, biometrics. Now, mm-hmm. scalar energy recognizes anything in a photograph. So, if I took a photograph of myself, scalar energy would recognize me in that photograph. It would, in specific, it would recognize my scalar energy force field. Mm-hmm. So, your energy signature. Yes. My energy signature. Exactly. Everything we're doing is non-physical. So what am I saying? Yeah. Thank you. Scalar energy is a non-physical dimension. It's not electricity. It's not magnetism. My photograph carries a uh, scalar energy fingerprint or a scalar energy signature, which is distinct from an uh, electromagnetic signature. Mm
1: -hmm. So, um, so actually, uh, let, let's uh, let's do this exercise. So I sent you a picture of myself and my family, and yes. if you can, exp- I'm going to put it up on the screen here. here. Okay. Yes. So here's here's the picture I sent you. So sure. when when a client sends you a picture for the subscription, what do you do with the picture? Can you expl- explain that to people? Sure.
2: So I actually print out the photograph. Why? Because a photograph is your energetic copy. It's your energetic uh, fingerprint, your energetic blueprint. Now, if you look at this photograph, and, I, and again, I only work with photographs. I, I would actually print out and place that photograph inside a scalar energy instrument. Mm-hmm. Now, everything in that photograph would be treated with scalar energy. The people the Christmas tree in the background, the dining set, everything in that photograph would be treated with scalar energy. Why? Keep in mind, scalar energy, scalar light is sunlight. So the the analogy that I use is if I place your photograph inside a scalar energy instrument, it's as if I'm placing your photograph in, in in the sunlight or outside mm-hmm. in which it could be bathed in sunlight or starlight. So if I place your photograph outside and, and sunlight will suffuse that entire photograph, then I can do the same thing with my instrument. Scalar energy is sunlight. So that's, that's the peculiar uh, characteristics of scalar energy. It floods an environment, okay? Mm-hmm. Meaning it's, it's just not in one place. It's omnipresent. Mm-hmm.
1: So um so what happens to the instruments
2: the the instruments uh, they're rather peculiar because they have no moving parts mm-hmm. what what's so incredible about the instruments they don't create the energy they simply harness the energy the Sun okay. and the stars create the energy my instruments simply capture sunlight and starlight there are no moving parts because I don't have to create there is no motion in my instrument because i do not create the energy i simply tap into sunlight and starlight
1: okay so what do you do the picture so when you when you put uh the picture i I gave you into your technology what did it pick up did it pick up any kind of pathogens
2: or um... you know and i leave that up to god because it is god's energy and i do not diagnose i do not interpret. i let the instrument i let the energy do that and this is the beauty of what I'm doing. It's the energy that is self-directed. It's the energy that has a mind of its own. It's a divine mm-hmm. mind. Now mm-hmm. you put all of that in together. When I place your photograph inside the instrument, I let God do the healing. It's mm-hmm. not me. It's a yeah. divine energy. It's a divine healing.
1: Yeah. Very very well put. And that I definitely want, I definitely want to distinguish that for people out there who's going, well, who does the healing? Is it the facilitator or is it the um, is it source or is it, is it the person themselves? And anyone who tells you that they are the ones doing it, what do you say to that?
2: No, how, how could you? Only God can do this. This is divine. The energy, I firmly believe that scalar energy is a divine energy. Why do I say that? It does not weaken. It does not experience entropy. It's mm-hmm. always present. So in order for something to be always present and never to, to die off and never to fade, if you will, it has mm-hmm. to come from a divine, et- eternal source. And that's what scalar energy is. It's a divine, eternal energy. Well, I can guarantee you I'm not divine and I'm not eternal. Mm-hmm. So the energy is from God. God is the healer. And it's not me. And and uh, I, I agree with you. If you're a healer, you really have to give credence. You have to acknowledge God. God is the healer. You are not the healer.
1: Right. It, it, we are all just um, fractal aspects of source consciousness playing yes. different roles for the experience of the self okay. and of the whole, which is going for the ride
2: yes
0: so yes. when
1: so when somebody is doing um any kind of energy healing whether or they're using scalar light technology or they're using any kind of technology or any kind of uh, modality all they're doing is they're a conduit. it they're just facilitating yeah just setting up the, the process and then making that connection for you this is facilitating making the connection but then you the, the client does the connection themselves and then source Yes. comes through and does what is um, yes. supposed to do. Yes. Okay, but that's and really good to clarify for people. Yes.
2: You know, and the Western model, you know, Western medicine doesn't necessarily think along those lines. Western mo- the model really doesn't really give credence to the notion of a, of a God or, or of a divine healing. And I think that's one of the shortcomings with, with, with many disciplines, with many approaches to healing.
1: Right, right, well, so now we're talking about healing, and so here's the, here's the thing um the, there is an ongoing um discussion that's been going on for a long time about about the effectiveness of various vaccines uh, for different um, viruses and illnesses, mm-hmm. and it has all been medically proven that the viruses continue to mutate over and over. That's all they do. That's their job. They just mutate to try to survive. And so they're getting so much, um, they're mutating so much faster, so much quicker um, mm-hmm. that all we're doing is playing catch up. And oftentimes what many medical um, researchers are finding is that uh, some of the, and, and some of the uh, vaccines and the medicine that we're creating are not addressing the issue at all because um, it's already mutated. It's already um, it's already light years above our our current understanding of how to address it. So as as these different vaccines and as these different medicine um, lose their effectiveness with various mm-hmm. viruses, how can we use this um, this technology to heal people?
2: Okay, uh, I'm going to just quickly address. The- some scientific facts. Coronavirus. Coronaviruses have been known to mutate. They, they simply mutate. Mm-hmm. And, and it, that's our experience with coronaviruses. And then secondly- the, All viruses mutate. Uh, yes, especially coronaviruses. Yeah. And then secondly, as, as far as this, the vaccine that's come out, it's experimental. It's never been done before on a, on a, wild, a wide population. So it remains an experimental vaccine as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And that's, those, both statements are true and accurate. Now, remember, I do not work in the physical realm. I work in the quantum realm. Everything I do is non-physical. So working through your photograph, I can do two things. I can pinpoint a pathogen or, or a toxin, and then I can instruct that pathogen or toxin to disassemble, break apart, negate, transmute, to be destroyed, call it what you want, to, to, to cure a medical condition. But I only work through your photograph. And the, the science that I'm working with is not Newtonian physics. Mm-hmm. The, the terms and the language that I, that I use are not, are not Newtonian physics. They have no correlation to Western medicine. Mm-hmm. So this is a new branch of science. I'm one of the pioneers of this new branch of science. And it offers such great promise because, why? Scalar energy allows us to control molecular and atomic form. Yeah. And working with a scalar energy instrument, I can easily control, I can easily break down or negate a virus, including COVID-19.
1: So have you had any, um, do you have some um, examples or some research that you have been doing with this particular one? Sure. Um,
2: the, the, the examples that I can give as to, are to how people respond to the sessions. Okay. Now, there is no scientific um, uh, test for my work, except within my clinic, except mm-hmm. within my laboratory, Right. because nobody has a scalar energy instrument that can prove my scalar energy results. So I don't look for, for uh, either approval or disapproval from anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't look to prove or disprove my work from the scientific community because they don't have a scalar energy instrument. You, they could not prove or disprove my work because they they don't work in this realm of quantum physics, this realm of Christ consciousness. Mm-hmm. So what am I getting at? The the hospital equipment, so to speak, is working in the electromagnetic spectrum. I don't work in the electromagnetic spectrum. So the one way I can prove that I'm doing some benefit to people is by their testimony.
1: Mm. And what what are some of these um, clients saying in the testimony? Like, have you had like some some COVID long haulers be yes. your clients? Okay, yes. what 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 have you what have you yes. found in your cases? Well, well d-
2: over the past eight nine years, I've amassed probably three thousand testimonies. They're on my website. And most recently during this pandemic, people are reporting that their health is good, sound during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Mm -hmm. keep in mind, uh, my work cannot be compared to any work in in Western science because this is a new branch of physics. And I'm not looking for validation from, from the scientific community because they can't validate my work. So I will speak as to the character of my work during this pandemic, Everybody that I've worked with has reported that they're in good health. Um, not, not one person during their scalar energy session died from COVID-19 during my scalar energy sessions, not one person.
1: Right. And, and how many, and so they were, they were um, going through COVID yep. while they're doing the sessions with you And were, Correct. and how many people did you have?
2: I would say in the past year I've worked with at least fifty thousand people.
1: Well, that's a at lot of people 50, in a year.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh wow, wow. Yeah. So and and of course during twenty twenty during the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of people were going, "Here's my picture, of my daughter, my yeah. son, my whatever."
2: There, there, was, there is still desperation. The, mm. the desperation has not abated. Now. The only way I can prove this right now is as to how people feel and their personal testimony, so to speak. Mm -hmm. There's no scientific group in the world that can either prove or disprove my work because no scientific group has a scalar energy instrument. It's like trying to Mm -hmm. compare the apple to the orange. Yeah, They're they're two different pieces of fruit. They'll never compare.
1: Yeah, energy medicine in the East has always... Been um, hard to quantify or yes. to you know or to qualify. The only way that they can measure the benefits of energy medicine is the statistical. So like yes. okay, this statistically, this is how many people came for this for these groupings, yes. and then statistically, these are how many people yeah. Um, yeah. all of a sudden got better. Yeah. What yeah. elements contributed to that getting better versus the Correct. non-energy medicine group? That's all they could do is to look at it in base of statistics to right. quantify and qualify. Okay, what is the effectiveness of this energy medicine modality as compared to this one and this one? But in terms of scientific like um, numbers and all that kind of stuff, right. in terms of like, you can't. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's it, it's really hard because you but, can't measure you can't measure this energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah, I completely I completely understand it. So those those are two really good distinguishers for people Mm -hmm. to understand is that there's a before and then there's the after and that's the
2: only way they can qualify. Yes, thank you. I only can prove this by people's testimonies. Again, some people say they were sick before they visited our website. They send in a photograph after we work with their photograph. They feel better. Those are the only statements that I ever make. I allow people to share their test results, their their lab reports, I allow them to provide a, a, a testimony, but that testimony is specific to them. It's mm-hmm. not, it's, it's, in no way is it a, a trial. One of the reasons it's not a trial, you can't have a randomized trial with photographs. You know, some people say, Tom, why don't you perform a double blind experiment? You can't do it, perform a double blind mm-hmm. experiment with photographs. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. only can do that with people or animals. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: You the the thing that's interesting about medicine, and I'm not I'm not a doctor or anything else. I just I just interview and and yes. look at what the findings are. But the thing I find that's interesting is that in the in 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 the East in Asia, we have we have the modern medicine, and we also have energy medicine. It's very common for many people who are of Asian descent or who um, subscribe to um, the concept of energy medicine um, to go see their doctor for something and then also go see their healer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or in whatever modality that they prefer. The, the, they'll just combine it. As um, And that's very, very common. People are, you know, you have professional doctors who are surgeons and then they will also go and see their chiropractor they'll also go and see their chi healer yes. or whatever. It's yeah. very common. Nobody, but that's an eye nobody even questions they're like oh that's normal who do you have oh that's mine's even better everybody it's almost it's almost kind of like a badge of honor like what's um how good is your healer so it's very very common and they also go through medical as well Mm -hmm. um the modern medicine but in the west there seems to be a stigma against energy healing and i i tell you as much as i interview so many different modalities and technologies in energy medicine That uh, we will come a time, if we haven't already come to a time where many of our vaccines and our prescription drugs or or medications are going to lose their effectiveness. And then you're going to have to combine so many to get the same effectiveness. And then it just gets a little bit too much. So, you know, if you aren't already there, um, you know, maybe open yourself up to combining energy healing. So what are your thoughts in, um, well in the, yeah, in the West, in the Western mind,
0: yeah.
1: um, being open to incorporating energy, healing, energy medicine in their traditional adaptation of how they take care of themselves?
2: It's changing for the better. I've and been what, at this for 40 years, 40 years ago, many people in and let's say North America and Europe were closed minded. Now it's it's changing, there is a shift. I will say that there are parts of Asia, Asia that are years, years ahead of us because many of the Asian cultures have accepted Chi or Prana and they, they embrace that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now you have to keep in mind the United States, many ways the, the medical community is, is dominated by the Rockefellers and, and Rockefeller money and Rockefeller influence. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they work under this umbrella of, of the medical monopoly. And in so doing, in many ways in North America, our, our vision of, of medicine or healthcare is tainted. And, and it's really just has this narrow focus of, of the Rockefeller agenda. Anyway, long story short, uh, things are changing. Um, I see a, a a a rebirth or a new birth, if you will, in North America and Europe. But I will say that some of the Asian nations are are years ahead of us.
1: Right. You know, it's 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 funny because when I when I look at um I look at patterns and when I look at the patterns of um, like the pandemic, for instance, I was also looking at the patterns of the countries that had the lowest mortality rate. Yes. And then I was also looking at like the ones that have the lowest mortality rates, what is their um acceptability of energy medicine? <laughs> and they correlate very much. They correlate. Um so, so, like Southeast Asia, very, very low. Um Japan, extremely low. But you ask anybody, they're like, Oh, I have my healer and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm 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 doing all the recommended stuff. I also have my my energy medicine healers as well because um it doesn't not there is no evidence that I've come across uh, and from studying different modalities through Buddhism, um, there is no evidence that if you apply any form of energy medicine to your wellness, that it's going to affect you negatively. If anything, it's just going to help you positively. So what is the what is the fear of applying it? It's not right. going to affect you negatively. It, it might not have any effect on you if you're really... Uh, you know in a dire situation that might be your your karma or your pre-life plan but what what's the law so um so you don't have to wait until you are extremely in a dire medical situation to start opening your minds to energy medicine um you can do it even with something very light so do you have a lot of clients that come to you for just light things like migraines or um just kind of feeling kind of off or anxiety, yeah. you know, not, not yeah. like I have cancer. I have six months to live right. or I'm a long hauler COVID com- client. Just light stuff. You, you get a lot of that?
2: Yes. All the time, all the time, because the, the, there are various types of problems, illnesses, spiritual illness, emotional illness, physical illness. Many people simply come to us we we perform a chakra balancing this energy is so strong it will balance the seven chakras and our brain and how does
1: that how does that work because not everybody is going to be imbalanced in all the chakras all at once it might just be the lower chakras where they're imbalanced it might just Uh, be the higher
2: ones i'm going to go back to what you noted what is a chakra it's a spinning vortex Mm -hmm. what is scalar energy it's a spinning vortex Mm -hmm. scalar energy is a double helix it spins our seven chakras spin because they're scalar energy vortices Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so my scalar energy instrument was we'll do what we'll reprogram our seven chakras we'll reprogram our brain waves now this can only be accepted and embraced by those who understand quantum healing or quantum medicine or, or quantum physics call it what you will Again, this these concepts are so foreign to Western medicine.
1: Explain so, that for the Western mind what quantum anything is. What is quantum? Okay. Explain that. So well
2: that, that's you know, it, it begs the definition, and we're gonna have to come up with a new dictionary, but but let me yeah. just explain. Quantum in the sense of scalar energy is non-physical reality. And when you're working with quantum energy, scalar energy, it's always non-physical. There's not a proton or or an electron in Mm. quantum energy. It's scalar energy. Mm. And again, one one is the apple. If scalar energy is the apple, electricity and magnetism is the orange. The two are distinct. So you have to consider that quantum healing, quantum energy, scalar energy. It's non-physical At least this is the way i define it Mm -hmm. it's divine it is a different dimension than electricity and magnetism so Mm -hmm. i'm working in a different dimension a different reality than that of newtonian physics Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's a new textbook it's it's a new it's a new uh, paradigm that we have to explore anyway long story short my instrument everything my instrument um, incorporates is a non-physical reality and when I have this instrument tuned up and really, uh, if you will, broadcasting a great deal of scalar energy, it's been shown to rebalance the brain waves, which are mm-hmm. what non-physical scalar waves. Mm-hmm. It's been able to realign the seven meridians of the seven chakras, which are what composed of non-physical scalar energy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not electromagnetic. We're not lo- using electrical shock. It's a scalar energy, benign energy. It's the life force energy, and it redirects, it reprograms the mind and the seven chakras. Entirely different than that of electricity.
1: Right, right. Let me give you um, my understanding of this energy field, and then this, this healing energy field, for some um, people have discussed it as, and, and see if there's a correlation. So um, in Buddhism, for the advanced Buddhists uh, who know this and have experienced this, everything is energy wave. Uh, vibrating at a different frequency to create the form in which you are engaging with. Yeah. So Vaughn here has a particular energy frequency as Tom Paladino Pallatin- P- has a, a particular energy frequency that is unique to him. There's only one fingerprint in the world. There's only one energy signature for him. So anyways, and there's a different energy field for the house I'm in, the books that is behind me, et cetera, whatever. So everything in physical form has its own unique energy signature. Or And if you get to a level of consciousness where you break through that illusionary veil of form, you will see, just like in the scene of the matrix, you will see the energy field of everything. Now, yeah. when you get to that non-physical dimension of seeing the fields of energy, yes. that everything is really just energy playing its own unique signature or song in the symphony in the symphony um, then if something is out of balance you just tap into that consciousness that is connected to all and that consciousness will come through and realign that energy field so they'll do the work in that in that level and then when you snap back into the physical form and snap back into the physical dimension of the matrix of reality that Scoliosis, or that bent slightly um, off um, kilter spine that you have, has recalibrated itself, or the chakras um, that are out of balance um, that is causing some kind of um, illness in Eastern medicine. Um, Most of your illnesses are held in your chakras. Um, but once you align that in that field um, and you come back into this dimension, it has been. Recalibrated has been balanced out, and so then you see in your body you see in your body that your body has physically changed to a much healthier state. Um, getting a little bit esoteric there, but that's how I understand scalar energy.
2: Brilliant! Brilliant. It scalar energy are the instructions of the universe. Before you build a physical universe, you need instructions. I'm going to give you an analogy. But mm-hmm. what, what what architect, what contractor does not start first with architectural plans? Mm-hmm. You just don't show up on a construction site and start swinging nails and pouring concrete. You have plans, you have intelligence. So the architectural plans are first have to be drawn up and decided upon. Mm-hmm. Those are the instructions for our house or a factory. After you have the blueprints, the instructions, that's scalar energy then you build the physical edifice, which are what? Electrons, protons, and or in this case, two by fours and concrete. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the intelligence is scalar energy that precedes the physical universe of electrons, protons, elements, atoms.
1: Yeah, I love that. Uh, good, good. We're on the same page. All right. So we're talking about the same thing. You know, sometimes when I, when I explain these very metaphysical terms in Buddhism and Eastern philosophies, uh, I, I lose some of my guess. But I guess
2: you're familiar. So <laughs> yeah, no, what on. you're saying is, is brilliant and right on.
0: And okay. th- this is
2: the beauty of scalar energy. This is what Tesla realized. Tesla's instruments controlled the instructions of the universe. They controlled nature. Yeah. My instruments controlled the instructions of the universe. I can control nature when you're in the wheelhouse, so to speak, and you control. You're you're at the dashboard, so to speak, of of the universe, mm-hmm. and you can control information. Then you control the universe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or as a Buddhist who who understands that we 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 manifest within the matrix, the matrix you have dominion over physical form.
2: Yes. You can go back to the book of Genesis when God said, I give you dominion over nature. Why? Adam and Eve had this scalar energy presence. Mm -hmm. They had dominion over nature. My instrument allows me to have dominion over nature. And what is the definition of dominion? It is the ability to
1: reshape form based off of your consciousness.
2: Yes, Yes uh, you don't need you you don't need a a chimney you don't need transistors it's consciousness it's instructions so instead of saying consciousness we could say instructions or yeah. or information system
1: Yeah yeah the the neural pathway the neuro, the neural pathway of your psyche Yes. Yes, it, it, the information or your soul is another people that people like to understand like Your spirit, your yes. soul—that's the—that's the energy that's commanding what you're going to experience, what you're going to develop. Yes. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. When it comes to control, all right. So I, I try to give people, um, especially with the people that I interview, um, something that they can control in their life because we have our own individual mm-hmm. consciousness that we can uh, manifest from within, and we can create our um reality from and then we play into a collective consciousness a greater consciousness that we all add a little piece of our boat into the next best experience that that is created so, so there's some things that are out of our control so um when it comes to our health our personal health we have control over that so how can people um in 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 times when they're getting so much different information and they, they feel like they're pulled from a lot of different information and they don't know what's real what's not real how can they connect to that christ consciousness um that fuels scalar energy so that they can tune into that highest frequency into the healthiest version of themselves that they can control prayer
2: prayer is scalar energy Every time you pray, you're broadcasting, you're emitting scalar energy. And what is prayer? It's communication to God. God communicates to us. We communicate to God. So I I, I tell people, even though I have a scalar energy instrument, you have something much more powerful than my laboratory instrument. It's Mm -hmm. your prayer with God. So if you need advice, go to God. That's the greatest source there is. That's Mm -hmm. the divine source. So I always try and tell people, you know, be of good cheer. Do the best you can. Nobody's perfect. Pray, discern, ask God for wisdom, ask God for guidance. I realized that last year was a tough year. I, you know that pandemic was was wicked. It was it was evil. But
1: it was an exercise in um, in a. It, it revealed a lot of things for a lot of people. I will say that, um, and it was definitely
2: a learning lesson. <laughs> yeah, it was a tough lesson. It was a tough lesson. But, you know, I, I think we're over the hump, so to speak. And um, what, what's to be learned? Many people were, became closer to God. They became more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And they their priorities have shifted. And for many people, that's good. Their priorities did need to shift and yeah. change.
1: Yeah. 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 I, um, I always like to, when I, look, when I look at challenges in life, whether it's something out of our control. Um, or whether it's something within our control, like who we choose to love, for Mm -hmm. example, or who we choose to, um, where we choose to live, like what house we want to buy, et cetera. So whether it's in our control or out of control, I always try to see, okay, this is, if it's a challenge is a life lesson. So what is the life lesson? What is it that I can, I can get out of this to learn and grow? And, 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 um, because obviously it's happening for a reason um and the the eastern mystics will say it's part of your pre-life plan so whatever you're scared of it was already it was already um baked out prior to this incarnation but it's a little scary when you don't know when you're going when you're going to cocoon and when you're going to butterfly yeah. uh, so um so but this trust so here's the thing how can people trust christ consciousness how can they trust the spirit of the universe that is at playing everybody because it's really hard to trust Right now, for some people,
2: I notice. I notice. Well, it, I I think if you really are are, are able to discern and, and to listen to to the voice of God, then you can always trust in God. You know, pray, be of good moral character, do the best you can. As I've said, I pray all the time. I ask for God for guidance all the time. I cannot do this alone. A lot of my friends and. People who admire my work, I said, "Well, thank you for the admiration, but without God, none of this would have been possible." Yeah. So yeah. I give God the first credit. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're just we're just playing different parts, you know. For for um, consciousness, it's when you're looking at a sheet of music and you play a little part of it. Let's say you pick the really um, stormy part of the music; it's going to be a little bit scary but when you see the whole symph- symphony and you listen to the whole song from beginning to end, it's, it's a beautiful masterpiece. So there's always highs and lows, you know, so you have a lot of programs on your website. What is the most popular program for people to, to do? Uh,
2: it remains our standardized session, which are three modalities. It's again, it's always through a photograph, the chakra balancing, the germ cleanse, the microbe cleanse, and we have a nutrient program. So we, We can work uh, with people by way of their photograph and those three sessions are performed. Again, it's all done by way of a scalar energy instrument.
1: Okay, well, speaking of instruments, if a young inventor were to watch this and go, I want to try to recreate a small version of Nikola Tesla's scalar towers in my neighborhood, where can I learn more about
2: this? There's a great notebook, uh, Tesla's 1899 notebook his notebook from Colorado Springs and his experimentation, mm. read that notebook. And if you understand it and, and you are are able to uh, put it into motion, so to speak, you'll be able to recreate Tessa's work.
1: Yeah. And 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 do that prayer and meditation for source and source will, um, if it is part of your pre-life plan, they will guide you through synchronicity so that you get a little piece, a little piece, a little piece. Yeah yeah i love Go i love that you. part too because it, it's almost like you are um following a um it's almost like you're playing a, a monopoly game where you're like oh i gotta gather this <laughs> gotta gather that and, and before yeah. you know you have enough that you're like oh now i have all the pieces now i'm gonna put it together
2: <laughs> in many ways it was cumulative, and and over the years i i accumulated this this knowledge and and here i am today you're right
1: yeah, yeah. That's how that's how I write my books. That's how I write my books. The synchronicity yes. with um with spirit. That's the only way to do it. But yeah, but um for people who get into this line of work of um to put this line of work. It's
2: fascinating. It's fascinating. It is it's fascinating. fascinating. There's one drawback, and I don't, mean, uh, yes, to be, I don't I, yes. mean to be negative. There's no money in this because it's a new science. So if you if you really enjoy science, you really enjoy the hunt, great. This is for you. But don't expect to be compensated because we're years away from a well, we're a good ways away from a functioning industry where you can sustain yourself and make a, a viable living. There's no yeah. money in this yet. there's no money in this.
1: Yeah. A lot don't, of energy
2: you, you need a you need a part time job, sorry. <laughs>
1: I have my day job, too. Um, A lot of um, a lot of energy medicine um, practitioners and technologists, they also have their day jobs, too. So but you know what? The time is coming. The more that we all do um, this and offer this, because I think the time is coming very, very quickly where energy medicine is going to be a viable industry that people are going to be looking for in the West and around the world. Um because, like we were discussing earlier, and people can look this up, um vaccines and medications are wonderful and actually um the man who created the first vaccine, he actually had his awakening and he had his awakening his spiritual awakening he actually um had this image in his dream of a snake catching its own tail, and that's and that that was his 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 in his dream when he had a spiritual awakening. And he even talks about this and he, um, and that's how he got the idea of the vaccine. So it has interesting um, history, but the other aspect of that is that as these diseases get more sophisticated and mutate so much faster, they're not always gonna be as effective. And so if you're in that batch where the medicine that you're taking is not as effective, um, be open to energy medicine so the East is open to it, very, very, very well, and um, and I think this is going to be something that grows um, very quickly. So um, now, Tom, you actually have uh, a nonprofit relief in Uganda and India. Yes. I know good. it. Yeah, I know India is going through a lot right now with COVID. So tell us about these projects. Are they still <laughs> ongoing?
2: Well, I'm going to hold this up. People will send me collages like this. Okay. Collages from villages in Africa and in India, etc., around the world. And we work with people for free. We treat, you know, their photograph free of charge. So the key here is to heal the world. Now, I wish that this would really take off and people would embrace this. I'm willing to treat 7.9 billion people free of charge by way of their photograph but this is still so esoteric and it's poorly understood you know to date we've probably treated around the world probably at least 100 million 200 million people mm-hmm. but certainly not 7.9 billion people i want to provide healing for the world yeah and thank you for drawing reference to that we do do a great most of our work is pro bono around the world you're right throughout latin america africa india you know asia we're working with with millions of people around the world by way of their photograph and, and attending to their quantum health and so doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And will you still, like, let's say um, a village sends you the picture of the village. Will you still be doing that? Um... If they ask, yeah, sure,
2: sure. Oh, I'm yeah. <clears> to <throat> oh, get with, some pictures. Oh, yeah. Today I work with at least 20,000 people from India, at least.
1: Mm. And, at least. And- what was the result are they still ongoing, or what was the result of that? Um, they're healthy. I
2: mean, they're, healthy. Yeah,
1: they're healthy.
2: their health is thriving. According yeah. to the reports to me, their health is thriving. You know it's very it, it's it's so satisfying. we We have uh, volunteers around the world taking photographs, you know thousands of photographs of people around the world. And remember, It's not one photograph at a time. You can photograph a family or you can photograph an entire village. Anyway, Mm -hmm. long story short, um, we've been able to eradicate cholera in villages, HIV in villages, eradicate tuberculosis in villages. And are you
1: getting getting the client's testimonials that their cholera or their HIV in their villages are gone?
2: Correct. Correct. Really so interesting. Are, yes, indeed. So people are providing their their testimony to us, and and God bless them for doing so. Um, you know, they're they're very forward with us. They 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 feel comfortable in, in releasing their testimony. It's it's always anonymous. Mm-hmm. I, people have to speak up, and they have the right to free expression. So, you know, I their testimony is is precisely that how they feel in their testimony.
1: Let me ask you something. Have you had a hospital send you pictures of all their clients?
2: No. All the patients. Because, because no hospital in, in the United States is comfortable with, with our work. Well, and what about in is,
1: India or in other yes, places?
2: In India, yes. I'm working with an HIV uh, AIDS clinic in Delhi, India. And it's it's our work is embraced in Delhi, India. But in the United States, there's just there's too much of a monopoly, and there's too many lawsuits, and there's too much under, misunderstanding. So,
1: yeah. know, if somebody's
2: not comfortable, I don't force it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and I I understand that that when you know it's it's funny because I find this very interesting because I do some energy healing and I ask people if they're you know they post on their Facebook a dire situation and I I email them Hey, um, would you be open to da, 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 da? And you would think considering the situation. That they will be open to it, especially if it's distance healing. Sure. sure. And I get a no.
2: Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, because so, they, they don't. They don't understand, and, and we have to respect their opinion. And you respect their life choice. It's like okay, no problem. But
1: um, it 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 would be like um, not saying that I'm Edgar, Edgar Casey or anything, but it would be like Ed, Edgar, Edgar Casey going, "Hey, I'm going to send you some energy healing." Um, the wires (laughs) do you want it you are kind of in like your deathbed and they go no because they're scared of it so even in even in their deathbed they are scared of energy medicine so it
2: goes back to what i shared with you previously um some of the asian cultures you know people in japan korea even in australia they grew up with energy medicine they grew mm -hmm. up with quantum healing call it what you will and they're much more open to this sure Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't, necess- they, they don't necessarily, um, especially the ones who understand the consciousnesses in everybody, they don't necessarily demonize people. Now they might not yes. like the way people are acting or treating their village, or you the know, people that they, they, right. they may not like that person, but right. they don't demonize them as being separate from them as not having consciousness within them. They're just mm-hmm. like, oh, you, you obviously are trying not to recognize source mm-hmm. within you. Sure. So, um, which is a completely I, I
2: different thing. I'm, I'm accepted um, throughout the world. And, and that acceptance is really very uh, prevalent uh, throughout Asia. Once again, the United States is coming on board, but uh, I am going to make a prediction. And this is one of the predictions that Jesus gave me that Japan will embrace this work because they grew up with this. Yeah, and they're familiar with this you know they this is their culture so watch mark my words japan someday will embrace this quantum healing
1: yeah and um japan has um quite a bit of networks in a lot of industries and so it's kind of like a, a hub that opens yeah. up into other industries as well which will be really exciting um a lot so i, I don't know i have friends in um, in asia and we kind of talk with like for instance when the pandemic was happening, I already knew it was happening in Italy because my illustrator is from Italy, right exactly at the hub, which is really ironic because I am from um, Seattle, Washington, I live in a town called Everett. And it is the city in which the quote, quote, first COVID-19 patient or uh, person that was diagnosed came from. Uh, And which is really kind of funny, but he, he was fine. Everything is fine. It's not as dire as people think it is. Um, but, uh, in India, I have a lot of people that I work with, with marketing who work in India and they're telling me what's going on as it's happening. So, um, a lot of the people I work with are in different parts of the world. And so when something comes up, I ask, and then I get the information and then I have to sit with it because, yeah. um, not is ready for information yet. They have You're to right. process in their own way. It's part of their life lesson. So that's the hardest thing too. It's like, you're already there, but they're not ready to go there yet. It's mm. almost like uh, yeah. white noise. Yeah, you know, you, you could be you talking You know what stars. I'm going through. Yeah, you know, I know it, what you're going is, through.
2: This is what Tesla faced 100 years ago. He showed, he demonstrated these incredible inventions. People had not the slightest idea what he was showing them. They yeah, still they, don't.
1: And even if he showed them the results, and this is the thing, the consciousness of the society, he was so pioneering the consciousness of the society during Tesla's time was not ready for infinite source consciousness within their in their life. And but and I and this the consciousness in our society now will eventually get there. Yep. But they're still so scared about their own shadow.
2: Yes, they are. It's it's a shame. It's like you know they, they 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 think that this is inimical and, and they believe this is this is going to do them harm well it, it better not because it's sunlight it's starlight and if if scalar energy is going to hurt you, then all of the sun the sun and our stars are are really going to hurt you right well yeah. there's no that that's yeah that's not reasonable
1: yeah sometimes I have to be i have sometimes for myself I have to be respectful and try not to laugh so much um because there's no Harm. There have not been any evidence that energy medicine does harm. If anything, it benefits. Well, you know, Tom, this has been fun. What is your last message or suggestions for people Uh, wanting to build the fifth dimension society with scalar energy?
2: You know, uh, try it out. We have a free session on our website. Anybody can visit the website we offer 15 days of free sessions to anybody in the world. The website is scalarlight.com, scalarlight.com. If it's the first time you've ever tried energy medicine, it, uh, energy healing, try it. It's, it's yeah. painless. It's easy. You only send in a photograph. It's, this has nothing to do with Western medicine. So send us your photograph and we'll work with you for 15 days. And invariably, the greater majority of people feel better. Did you
1: hear that, you guys? So Scalar, S-C-A-L-A-R, light.com. Send your photographs. Take um, If you're going through, if you're kind of nervous, if you're kind of nervous, uh, you nervous about a family member going through COVID right now or any other illness, send that picture over. If you're in a village in India, actually, this podcast is listened to um, a lot of people in India. And you have a village picture. Send that over for yes. the for the trial. Um, if you are, if, if there's anybody that's sick in your life, send that over. Also, I would also say, some people are getting the vaccine right now for COVID. Some people are not. No problem. I don't. I don't have an opinion. That's your. That's your. It's in your life chart. But if you have, if you decide to take it and you have some hesitancy, send your picture in too. <laughs>
2: Why not? Exactly. Why not?
1: And if you're just kind of curious to see how much more you can amplify your consciousness, if you have nothing going on, send that in too. (laughs) So so it's it's a lot of fun. I I try so many different energy healings and just kind of "Hmm, let me see, let me see. And I I always am so delighted in how um, prana or cheers, source energy has found so many different ways to do energy healing and energy medicine from people. Um, Well, Tom, thank you for offering Scalar Light to the public. For your free energy inventors out there, Nikola Tesla and Tom Palatino have shown it can be harnessed for various uses. So crowdfund and start creating your 5D inventions. And what's the name of that Tesla book, Tom, again?
2: It's the Colorado Springs Notes, 1899. Um, you'll, You'll find it. Various bookstores have it
1: awesome and thank you kindly to our listeners for listening to another enlightening conversation until next time blessings
2: thank you
0: we hope you enjoyed this episode of merkaba chakras where we talk buddhism in the fifth dimension for more information about today's guest please go to the show description For more information about Vaughn's metaphysical work, please go to Merkabachakras.com. The views expressed today are for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily reflect the views of the host or replace any medical or legal advice. Don't forget to subscribe for more interviews about the fifth dimension. Until we meet again, blessings.